This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. It is episode number 53 of the Rosie Report. Cincinnati edition as the Guardians will take on the Reds starting Tuesday night for a brief two-game series as we record this on the banks of the Ohio River on a beautiful day shaping up for baseball in Cincinnati and the Guardians are coming off a weekend in St. Pete against Tampa Bay where they took one of the three games played. Jim Rosenhouse along with you. Great to have you with us for another edition of the Rosie Report coming up a little bit later on in our show One of the big stories of the second half for Cleveland has been tremendous starting pitching. In fact, the best in baseball ERA-wise heading into play tonight. And that rotation's comprised of four rookies and Noah Syndergaard, who was acquired at the trade deadline. So some really good stuff. And we'll talk to Eric Bender, an assistant general manager with the Guardians, about how that's happened. That's coming up in a little bit. But first, a quick look back at Sunday's 9-2 victory for the Guardians over Tampa Bay to complete that series behind the strong effort once again of Tanner Bybee who got some early run support and after the game he said that was most welcomed. I mean it's always nice to get run support early. Kind of takes a little load off your back. There's not as many pressure pitches. Um, at that point you can kind of just focus on executing your pitches and focus on winning the game. We've watched Gavin and you kind of go back and forth now for about a month. What is it like seeing him dominate yesterday? What did you take from his start that you were able to use tonight? Uh, they're pitchable. I think we beat. That's a really good team. They're right in the thick of a really good division and a really good playoff race. And I think just for him to go out there and just dominate them, it gave me that much confidence to be, okay, like, these guys are pretty cool. These guys can be beat. For you, just uh, start after start. And I know guys don't like talking about but what do you find that's helping you stay consistent and be able to continue to do this? Uh, I think just kind of getting lost in the process. I think, uh, so much. I think when you can no, get lost in a lift, get lost in a bullpen or running, I think it makes it that much easier to be able to go every day, not put so much stress and anxiety on so to throw in the actual game. I think we're doing everything every day and getting really focused and really into it. Also, after the game, Terry Francona weighed in on the outstanding offense and Bybee's performance. Yeah, that, he, he did a really good job. And our offense came out early because the guy's having a really good year. And he, we didn't let him settle in. And Like so often with good pitchers, if you let him off the hook, you see him out there about six innings later. But we, we got him early and we stayed after him. And it was, it was a good day because just bouncing back from, from last night, this, this, this was a good day for us. You talk about that first inning, I think. Quan had a 10 pitch at bat to start. He had a really good at bat, and he made it out, but he had a really good at bat. I think Gonzi had 10 pitch at bat. So, I mean, they don't show up in the box. But but it showed up on our dugout, and that was the first thing Val told Quan when he was coming back is like, hey, that's a great at bat. Same thing with Gonzi. Just because you give everybody a chance to see. Yeah, I mean, it's just competitive. Like, you know, you're 
made him throw all his pitches, and it's 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 really helpful. I know all year long we've kind of been waiting for him to have a not that he's had a bad year, but just have a game like he did last year where he could help you in so many different ways. And you kind of saw that today, did you not? We sure did. We sure did. And I tell you, I I think I mean I think it took him a little while when the season started because where where you had, you couldn't play on the grass anymore. And I think it took him a little while to kind of warm up to his angles. But the last couple months, man, he, he goes to his left. I told Sandy, he kind of reminded me of his brother. I mean, that's pretty elite company. You've had the veterans in the lineup. You talked about the difference they make. But Cole today swung it and had some hits to show for it. How nice is that? And he just plays the game. You know, like he, like he, he's, he just likes playing baseball. Like he'll, he'll line out and come back in and say something. That, you know, it's like... He's been there and done it, and he's got a good way about him, kind of a calming presence, but extremely competitive. It's, I'm telling you, I, I said when we got him, I thought our guys did a good job to acquire him, and that's just growing. That's Tito commenting on a good day Sunday for the Guardians as they salvage the finale of that series against Tampa Bay, and they'll head into play tonight four and a half back of the front-running Twins in the American League's Central Division as we get deeper into the month of August with uh, about a month and a half to go in the regular season. Well, one of the keys to the second half for the Guardians, at least to stay in games, has been tremendous starting pitching. In fact, the ERA, the lowest in all of baseball among the starters since the All-Star break. And that rotation comprised of four rookies and Noah Syndergaard, but you have Tanner Bybee, Gavin Williams, and then also Logan Allen and Xavier Curry now, and they all have performed extremely well. We caught up with Eric Binder, assistant general manager for the Guardians, and he explained some of the keys to the young pitchers throwing so well. I think first and foremost, give uh, here at the major league level, working with Carl, Rigo, and George, Joe Torres, we take a ton of pride in transitioning guys to the big level effectively, and a lot of that goes back to the routine and day-to-day process. So how we develop them, the things we're focused on on the player development end, we want to ensure when they get to the major league level here, they're doing a lot of those same things, and they're really just playing the game to their highest level, but we're not looking to change who they are, change how they attack hitters. We're really just looking to sustain their strengths at this level. So give a ton of credit to our major league coaching staff and the athletes for going out and competing at a really high level. And it has been a really unique challenge. Like you said, our five starters coming out of camp um, are not currently making starts for us, and we're hopeful. And that some of those guys will be uh, returning here over the next month and a half. Um, But seeing the young guys step in and contribute at an incredibly high level has helped us quite a bit here. And we'll talk more about the rookies in a moment, and and Xavier Curry included in that bunch now that he's in the rotation. But you also bring in a veteran like Noah Syndergaard, and what are the challenges there to make sure that he can contribute at a high level? Yes, whenever we have a player joining the organization, first and foremost, we want to get to know them as an individual. So when they're at their very best, what are they, what does that look like from a delivery standpoint, from a ball profile standpoint, out of hand and plan of attack? And we want to partner with them. So what does good look like to them? Like what is that North Star when they're at their very best? What are the things they're doing at a really high level? And if first and foremost, we want to sustain or, or carry those over into our environment. As we get to know the athlete, we'll start seeing things on our end that we may want to make some adjustments either it's to the delivery to the plan of attack uh, to the pitch profiles and once we have that relationship with the player that corridor and ability to make those adjustments really opens up and uh, we've seen a nice transition for Noah so far yeah so far so good for him we'll be back to talk about the youngsters after this short break 
Welcome back to Guardians Warm-Up. Eric Binder, Assistant General Manager, joining us, and always a good focus on the pitching side. Eric, we, we talked before the break about the young starting pitchers who've taken their place in the rotation and, and been tremendous. With that comes, I'm sure, some concerns about workload down the stretch here as you get deeper into this month of August with about a month and a half to go. Uh, talking to Gavin Williams the other day, he said, look, I, I feel great, but whatever the organization wants to do, it, he's good with that because he obviously has that trust factor built up. How do you determine? What are some of the things that you're looking at to indicate whether you should pull back on some guys and let others keep going? Yeah, it's a great question. So it's been super exciting to see them transition to the major league environment. The challenge is, okay, now they're pitching into August in September at the big league level, and that's something we haven't they haven't done previously. Uh, so we try to look at that really through two lens. One, at the macro lens, where have they been historically from a workload perspective? Um, and that's looking at total innings, total pitches, inning pitches per game, and, and other metrics there that help us guide how we can pursue things this season. And then probably more importantly, as we get down the stretch, is the micro-level indicators. So how are guys' deliveries progressing, start over start? How are they recovering? Um, what are we seeing with velocity and ball profiles? Um, and we want to factor in all that information and make real-time adjustments on the fly. And closing with another area uh, outside the pitching realm, but the Guardians have signed two veteran outfielders within the last 10 days in Cole Calhoun, Ramon Laureano. Uh, how come at this time, and what have you seen from the positive from both? Yeah, absolutely. So I know working off the deadline, there's, there's a great opportunity to see some of the younger guys here take some plate appearances and at bats down the stretch. With that, though, we've seen Cole and Ramon transition into our, into our major league environment, and they bring a ton of major league experience. So if we look at our young players, it's a super young team. It's a really young core still. And uh, I think it's been an opportunity to learn, to learn from their perspective of playing the game at a high level for multiple years, which is a nice compliment to our young core. Eric, as always, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Rosie. That's Eric Bender, Assistant General Manager for the Guardians, and that'll put a wrap on episode number 53 of the Rosie Report. As always, we thank you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report, and we will catch you next time.